0: Welcome to Rising Moon Astrology. This is Mary Pat Lynch of Rising Moon Astrology welcoming you to. My podcast. I release podcast episodes for each new and full moon, occasionally for other special astrological events, but generally the new and full moons, which are my focus. My website, risingmoonastrology.com, has information about the readings I offer as a consulting astrologer and some other information about my background and astrology in general. I'm also on Instagram as Rising Moon Astrology. And I have a newsletter if you'd like to receive this information in your email inbox. The music that you hear is composed and performed by flautist Suzanne Tang. The track is called September Angels, and her music is available through magnatunes.com. tomorrow, Saturday, February 24th, we will reach the full moon in Virgo. The chart for this full moon is really intriguing, partly because this is happening across the Pisces-Virgo axis, and Pluto in Aquarius is not involved. Like no involvement. And uh, the other planets currently in Aquarius with Pluto, Venus and Mars, are configured to Jupiter, who is involved in the Full Moon, but are not directly configured to the Sun or the Moon. So with all the focus we've had over the past several weeks on Aquarius. What's Aquarius doing? What can these uh, personal planets coming into Aquarius and reaching conjunction with Pluto, like what are they going to tell us about Aquarius, Aquarius, Aquarius? This full moon is a completely different story, a completely different scenario, a completely different way of looking at the world. So with this full moon, we are reorienting we are refocusing on some very different territory so let's dive in and see what we can learn The full moon in Virgo arrives tomorrow morning, which means the moon will look most full in the sky tonight. A glance at the chart shows the patient, humble Virgo moon off by herself on one side. This is a bucket chart with the moon as the handle. So many aspects are aimed at the moon, or if you prefer, emanating from the moon. Deep conversations unfold with the moon translating for all. Translation is a key concept for this full moon. There's a classic way to describe what the moon is doing here called translation of light. The moon, the fastest body in the sky, often plays this role. In this Full Moon chart, the Moon carries light from Mercury to the Sun and then Saturn and to Ceres and Jupiter. As she moves, more light is collected and transferred or translated. Translation is the word we use to describe taking messages in one language and restating them in others. The process here is similar. Renaissance astrologers believed the planets influenced events on Earth via the transmission of rays. These rays were thought to be light of a kind that was invisible to human eyes. This translation of light explained how astrology worked and why aspects were important. They described the manner in which light was connecting two bodies. We can think of this light as the way planets communicate with each other and with us, which is apropos. Mercury, the planet of language and communication, rules this full moon. This moon is indeed a translator. There is much translation to be done. Opposite the moon, we see the sun, of course, and also Mercury and Saturn. All three of these planets in Pisces are gathered in the throne room of the sun. Mercury and Saturn are both combust so close to the sun that their light in the sky is completely obscured. In fact, four days after this full moon, there will be a triple conjunction of the Sun, Mercury, and Saturn at nine Pisces. This double Kazemi means both Mercury and Saturn are illuminated by the Sun at the same time. How can we understand this? I think it makes the illumination and the conversations deeper and wider-ranging than usual. This full moon offers a peek into the secret meetings already underway. Pisces is a mystical realm where appearances can be confusing. The things we encounter in Pisces seem to dissolve, shifting form from one to another to another. This process of undoing is part of the preparation for ending one cycle through the zodiac and beginning another. Neither Saturn nor Mercury are at their best in Pisces. Saturn loves order, structure, and accountability. Mercury relies on clarity. Whether the messages are good or bad, we need them to be clear. I am imagining Mercury and Saturn supporting each other during this shared time under the beams of the Sun. Imagine Saturn and Mercury as intrepid explorers in places that are foreign and unfamiliar. They will do their best to gather data and report back. I am also imagining Saturn and Mercury transformed during this process. Meanwhile, the moon patiently waits for reports. Virgo prefers the clarity of small things. Virgo loves what is near at hand, familiar and familial. Virgo can become anxious when Pisces shows up because Pisces is too big, too diffuse, and too confusing for Virgo to grasp easily. Yet this moon in Virgo is not going to give up. Virgo keeps going. Saturn in hard aspect to the moon doesn't tend to feel good. This Saturn opposition to the full moon could increase anxiety during this time. It might leave us dispirited or even sad. And also, Saturn's presence could help the moon see underlying structures in the Piscean mists. Mercury, ruler of Virgo, rules this full moon. This creates a more Piscean vibe for the moon herself, which could add to the confusion. And also, it could help Mercury create more poetical, lyrical, or spiritual translations of light being shared. Check your birth chart to see where this full moon axis will fall. Notice which planets, points, and houses will be affected. This can help you anticipate how this intense collection of planets may influence your experience. The full moon aspect is an opposition. In this case, three oppositions. Yet another look at the chart shows that the oppositions form the central axis of a kite aspect pattern. The bottom of the kite is a grand trine in Earth that connects the moon with Jupiter and the asteroid Ceres. Both of these bodies, Ceres, the ancient green goddess, and Jupiter in solid, reliable Taurus, will help keep the moon and us grounded. Jupiter and Ceres are sextiling Mercury, the Sun, and Saturn, creating the top of the kite. These are fortunate, supportive connections that stabilize the full moon. Jupiter is fielding another challenge, a square from Mars and Venus in Aquarius. The intense, highly energized conjunction of Mars and Venus was exact February 22nd yesterday. Since Mars and Venus are still within orb, we are still reeling from the heightened energy surrounding all of our relationships. Now Jupiter has a chance to slow things down. We may have a chance to sort out what is real and what was just heat and light. Notice that this full moon focuses on the visible planets. The asteroid Ceres is part of the kite pattern, but none of the outer planets are involved. This too offers a chance for bringing recent intense experiences home. Yes, Pisces is ethereal, but this too is part of who we are as humans. The Virgo moon Jupiter and Ceres, and the absence of the massive outer planets all help us sort out what's going on and how we want to relate to it all. Full moons illuminate. With the practical patience of the moon in Virgo, we can stand still, gaze out at the wonders of the world around us, and listen for messages. What is being translated for you? What will you wish to record and remember? This is Mary Pat Lynch of Rising Moon Astrology wishing you a wonderful, communicative, light-filled, full moon in Virgo. I'm going to be paying attention to what comes up for me over the next 12 to 24 hours. And I invite you to do the same. We have a chance here to look with new eyes, to stand in our earthly existence and gaze out at the heavens knowing that information is being exchanged, that light is being translated for us to gain new understandings for the time ahead. As always, thank you for listening.